Welcome to Eyes in the Dark. We're a horror movie podcast where we believe in death by celluloid. I am Chewy, and with me here are two-thirds of the unholy trinity, whom I'm going to allow to speak now. I am Evan. I'm James. Oh, no, he fell. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) We're down. (laughs) Calling all podcasters. If you'd like to talk about horror movies. (laughs) My spooky voice is not on today. It's not. It's well, get it more spooky. Mine wasn't really spooky. Mine was just kind of creepy. I think. I'm spook yeah. this up, boys. <laughs> um, so this is a horror movie podcast where we talk about horror movies, and we usually end up talking about random shit that we get on from talking about the horror movie. But we also like to analyze it and check it out and find out what makes it great. But before we talk about that stuff. Let's go ahead and actually talk about how you can get in contact with us and how you can yell at us or give us praise like, you know, we deserve. You should worship us, but whatever. You can reach out to us on Twitter at EITDpod. You can get at us on our website, eyesinthedarkpodcast.com. We're part of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, so we can always be reached through Stuff and... Ah. Sorry about that. I can't talk right now. Stuff, <laughs> stuff and stuff and uh, stuff and things network.com. You can reach us via email to give us suggestions for movies. You can give us feedback. If we say something that's completely wrong, you can correct us. Uh, you can give us negative feedback or you can be like, hey, you guys fucking rule. And that's going to be at eyes in the dark podcast at gmail.com. Before we dive into the show proper. Let's introduce ourselves, gentlemen. I am Chewy, as I mentioned, one-third of the Unholy Trinity, where my intro to horror movies was through the zombie flick and through foreign, and namely Japanese and Korean horror films. Um, that's kind of what sparked my interest in this, and something about horror movies just kind of stood out to me because a lot of times it seemed just like an a overlooked art in a lot of cases. In a lot of cases, it was crap, but... You know, sometimes, sometimes you get a you get a little piece of gold and a pile of shit there. Yo, I'm Evan. You can hit me up at myspace.com backslash Evan. <laughs> Just right. kidding. I have a Twitter too. It's Evan the Braun. At MySpace. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot to say how I wish I still had, had I uh, wish I still had my MySpace. Uh Adam still has his MySpace apparently. Dick. Yeah. I tried to re-log into mine, and I couldn't remember any of my stuff. He, he spent like a good 40 minutes trying to get back into his, and he got back into his. I One time I remember I was really drunk, and I decided, I'm going to get back in my MySpace for some reason. I forgot why. Um, but I was sitting at a Denny's drunk at 2 in the morning trying to get back into a MySpace account, and mm-hmm. I couldn't figure it out. I think I just remembered my, what my password was. <laughs> Try it out. Breaking news. I don't remember was, Do your, it live was on your the username air. just your name? Um, or is your email address? I think you could have it be whatever it was, but Shoot. it was probably your email address. I don't remember what email address I had back then, though. I've had yeah. so many. 
Um, I forgot to give you my Twitter account in case you wanted to get at me, and that's going to be at Chupacabra, C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. At MySpace. At MySpace, at Facebook, at LinkedIn, at Friendster. Friendster. LiveJournal. Dot LiveJournal.blogger.com. Um, Evan, how'd yeah. you get into horror movies? Wait, did we do James? Well, no, because you didn't finish your thing. Oh. Um, you can do me later. Oh. Uh, I got into horror movies at a young age, and it's warped my little childish mind, and now I'm a deviant. That's true. Very, that's a very good intro there. James. <laughs> hey, uh, reach out to me. I'm on the tweeters. The tweeds. At the, tw- the tweed panthers uh, at Jurassic Price. Um, you can... Reach me uh, on my AIM screen name, COA the Great One. <laughs> I'm on all the time. Hey, uh, if I have an away message up though, don't don't IM me. A lot of people still have their aims. Aim. Yeah, yeah, I do. Aim. Yep. Yeah. Um, bleeding through lyrics. That's my that's my fucking thing. It's literally bleeding through lyrics, or no, is it lyrics no, to a bleeding lyrics through song? Okay. To a bleeding through song is my thing. <laughs> Your name okay. was bleeding through lyrics. <laughs> bleeding through lyrics. <laughs> that's a fucking cutter chew, dude. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, so we call you Doctor Jurassic Price because mm-hmm. you are the tome, the knowledge of wealth on this show. What? Why do we call you that? And why did you? How? And why did you get into horror movies? Well, you call me the Doctor because I constantly am drinking Nyquil, <laughs> and I got into horror movies when I mistook Silence of the Lambs for a farmhouse movie because I wanted to learn about <laughs> farming. Wow, that's and very I was insightful. I was hooked ever since. That was beautiful. Right You're there. welcome. Yeah. This is really high Mic energy drop. intro right here. Lots of uh, pausing here. Yeah. But whatever. In any case, so why do we do this show? James, the doctor, I'm, I'm going to br- bring this back to you, Dr. Jurassic Price. Why do we do this show? Lots of shows, you know, have uh, horror movie reviews. They talk about it and like any other movie and show um, show out there. You know, what? What is our goal? Yeah. All right, people of the universe, listen up. Uh, we're trying to, to prove or disprove uh, that horror movies carry more weight than they're given credit for. Trying to bring a little light on horror movies so that uh, maybe the uh, audiences who do see horror movies can think of them a little more critically. Or people who don't normally see horror movies might be intrigued enough to uh, hop on in. And enjoy all breadths of cinema. Perfect. Awesome, dude. So now that we know why we do this, who we are, and how much of fucking losers we are, let's go ahead and jump into the show proper here. So, Evan, what movie did we do this time? Oh, we did. Or James, whichever one. I will say Insidious, so don't ask me. (laughs) Evan, tell us. You just stole my thunder, so. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I want to talk about it. Okay, Thor. Uh, we did what? Thor? I Thunder? heard that. I heard it. All right. Thornder. Uh, we did one of my, probably one of my favorite movies in the last couple of years. And yeah. if people want to argue with me, you can email me or tweet me and I will shut you down. How but are they going to argue whether or not it's one of your favorites? No. Evan, this is <laughs> not one of your favorites. Sorry. Not one, one of my favorites. favorites. And in my opinion, probably one of the better horror movies I in the last it. couple of years. Honestly. Um, <clears throat> based on, or, Based on many things, not just the fact that it's scary. Uh, we did The Conjuring from 2013. Yes. By Mr. James Juan. 
James not, James Wan. Wan, not Juan. Like w A N. James. Not J U A N. Yeah, my name is James Juan. Juan. That's a very. My name is Jaime Juan. Jaime Juan. So. I didn't realize this was all the same dude. Yeah. But James Wan did Saw. Yep. Insidious. Yep. Which I think this thought this movie was called and The Conjuring. Yeah. Uh, yeah He's done a bunch of other ones too. He did. Uh, what was that? The one with the. Um, blah, 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 blah. It was. Fast and the Furious. It had a like a marionette. Well, he did just do the most recent Fast and Furious. Yes, he did. Um, oh, he did, huh? Dead Silence. He Dead did, Silence. Which oh, I never yeah. saw because I thought it looked terrible, yeah. but I want to see it now it, because I love James Wan. Yeah. Is it is it a marionette or is it a ventriloquist? I think it's, it's a vent- ventriloquist. ventriloquist. Yeah, the cover reminds me of a Night of the Living Dummy Goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Probably one God. of the best Goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, R.L. Stein. Reader beware. Start, what, when are we going to start seeing like Goosebumps-based movies? They, like, did what are we they did a TV show. No, yeah. I know, but when, when that are I we created a very adapting it. Yeah, and the papers fly off the cliff. Is that like roller coaster love. Yeah, and then it's <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then there's a part where they're going through the house, and there's the same melody but with a dog bark as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I devised a very good drinking game to that television show. What was it? Not at the time it was aired because I was yeah. <laughs> No, well, you were drinking you NyQuil. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, probably. What was it? I was a doctor early on. Yeah. Doctor, you were like oh, Hauser. There's several rules because the, the stories all involve kids. You have to pick a main kid, and then yeah. when certain things happen to your kid, you have to drink. What were the things? Uh, a ton <laughs> of based stuff. On the, based on the episode? Yeah, I actually have okay. it on my computer because I have a bunch of the episodes on my computer. Oh, my God. So I, I put the drinking in there. I also have a drinking game for Legends of the Hidden Temple. Why are we not doing this now yeah. instead it's of recording up. this podcast? It's ready to go. You know what? Okay, podcast is over. Let's fucking do that yeah. instead. Okay, done. Guys, tune in. Dum, 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 dum. Okay, that's different. Okay, we're done. We're done with that. Let's talk about stuff. Goosebumps. <laughs> Yeah, I was talking about Goosebumps again. No, we just Do you remember the A Night in Terror Tower? That one was creepy. Do you remember too. the Goosebumps uh, choose your own indie? Like, yeah. 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 Like yeah. you'd read it and then it'd be like, if you want this, blah, 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 then yeah. go to this, dum, dum, blah. Yeah. Yeah. I, choose I, your I, own adventure ones. I, I was actually too lazy to read the other endings. Yeah, I was, I was too. I just yeah. I went through one scenario and I was like, like I'm oh, okay, I'm done. I died. Whatever. No big deal. One is scary. So there's a little bit of background to this movie, right? Um, you know, and it's followed by that phrase um, based on true events. Mm, yeah. And I'm putting that in quotes simply because we always see as soon as we see a movie that's like based on true events. Chewie Ch- is doing a lot of air quotes right now. Yeah, guys. it's just nonstop. It looks mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm just like fingering someone upside down. It's, it's like he what? he left a drink on the keyboard on the <laughs> the, po- the the quotation key. Yeah. And it's not going. Um. So we, you all see people be like, oh, based on true events, oh, I'm like, they try to like, you know, investigate and shit like that. So, um, Evan, because I know you've looked into this very extensively, um, yeah. you know, after the movie, the, give us a little background of what happened after you saw this movie initially in the theaters. We went to go see it in the theaters. Yeah. And then, I think even before, because I, I had already seen it like once or twice before I went with you. Really? Yeah. At I least thought, once. I thought that we saw it together and then... You went time? to go see it again mm-hmm. and again. No, I saw it. I think I saw it with my wife at first. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I remember because we all, it was three of us that went. Yeah. And then we were in theater six. And so I took a picture of our tickets and it said 666, uh, The Conjuring. Yeah. I got excited. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, or, well or Chewie touched my leg, but. 
Yeah, I did. Scary. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah, after after because I wanted to know like what really was true about it and yeah. whatnot because it said all that stuff and I had heard that it was you know based off of Be- real stuff. Because let me break this down real quick. When a movie says based on true events, that means very little. No. Yeah. It's it means that. Oh, there's a story, and we just made a movie about it. Not even that. Sometimes it's just a person. Oh, yeah. the, we, we, I got an idea for a movie based off this person who's a one side character in a movie based on a true story. Yeah. This is how, uh, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre gets right. away with being based on a true story. It's like, well, Ed Gein was a serial killer, and he killed people, and uh, people in this film also kill people. I feel like they could do that in, honestly, any movie. Yep. Just say based on a true story, mm. and it would probably get more people to see it yeah. because of that. It's a marketing and it could be completely false. Like yeah. nothing could be have anything to do with it. They got to be able to base something, but I do mean, they it's, have to, it's yeah. Well, legally, well, I mean, like with like Blair Witch and stuff, they say yeah. like this is based uh, like we like they did this whole thing in the beginning where they talked about how they found those tapes and it was all real, but it wasn't. No, no, th- yeah, that's that's all part of the the story. I'm doing air quotes now. Yeah, the story is that they found the tapes, but like, but that's not they didn't really even find those tapes in real life. No, no, no. So that was part of essentially when you see that title card at Blair Witch, you're in the narrative. Oh, yeah. Whereas it, it, like, if it's in the credits based on blah 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, they have I to back it up, but you can be so loosey goosey yeah. about. Yeah. It. Well, yeah, this guy. Uh, uh. Well, I mean, like, I'm sure they could be like. You're being uh, you're being lied to when you think it's a real story. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just the way it's presented when you say based on a true story just seems like it is accurate to the t but it, it could just be like if if evan if you told me like hey so i went to the store today and this dude totally got pulled over by the cops and then they started beating him right like i could be like i'm gonna make a movie about that based on true events because we know that a guy got beaten by the cops right mm-hmm. but I could be like, oh, well, he was going to the store because, you know, he got in a fight with, like, so-and-so, yeah. and he was trying to make, like, dinner yep. for... Exactly and, right. You know, like, all of that, all the details could be what is fake. You know, you just have the actual major plot point of... In in this case, the major plot points would be Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are people that exist and existed because Ed is dead. Um, Ed's know, dead, sweetie. Yeah, they're they're uh, demonologists. And they were called in to investigate a case, you know, at a place involving a family named such, the Peron family. Um, and that's kind of what we are. And they said, you know, it was a very dark and, you know, evil haunting and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, all you, the exact events could be different, you know. Yeah. Did, it, did, mean, did a particular door slam like it did in the movie? Did this happen? We don't know. Yeah. You could base it on a character, an event, a theme. A location. It doesn't. You don't really actually need to. Yeah. It's a marketing tactic. Now that being said, Evan, I know you've looked into this. He's still. In, I interrupted him in the middle of the story. Yeah. No, tell us. This is part of it, man. It's conversation. It's combo. It's combo. Let's get it's this combo, combo rolling. Conjuro. No. no. Conversation. Killed it. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So after we saw it, we like I, I wanted to, to read up on this episode. I mean, just went to like Wikipedia and then like went on other sites and uh, and i also remember seeing um i used to be really into like and chewy was too still kind of is yeah used to be into like ghost hunting shows oh yeah i fucking love those shits ghost hunters um actually did an episode where they went to the actual house where this was based off of that house ghost hunters uh, like jason yeah 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 the the 
the more realistic ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the disappointing ones. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what makes happens. it realistic yeah, is that yeah. they don't find stuff all the time, yeah. like dust particles <laughs> and orbs. Anyways, um, um, so they did a whole episode on the parent house, which is the house or the family that was yeah, in the movie, and uh, didn't really find anything, and um, so it was kind of let down. But whatever. So then I knew I remember seeing that, you know, in correlation with this movie and stuff, and looking into it, and it was me and uh, our buddy Matt, Matt that yeah. looked into it. What we spent our whole lunch break one day just reading about it and like diving deep into it. We like. Google went on Google Maps and like found where the house was and like looked at like like where it was if it was like actually like the movie if there was really like a lake there yeah. and all that stuff and and then um like read read about like the history and all that stuff about you know Bathsheba the quote unquote witch yeah that lived there and stuff and um it's it's pretty similar uh like the backstory like the history part of it like what's reported is yeah kind of what we see and so that was what was cool. Um, whether or not there was supernatural <laughs> stuff, I think yeah. that's where they're like, well, we don't know. Like, cause you know, we weren't there cause everybody yeah. that's lived there since yeah. hasn't, hasn't reported it. anything mm-hmm. weird or off. Yeah. But in the, like in the movie that they, I mean, technically they get rid of the spirit. Yeah. So that could be why, I don't know, but that's yeah. whatever. Well, but, I know they worked in this movie very closely with Lorraine Warren. Right. Um, she is widowed, so she doesn't, you know, or she's a widower. Is that what it's called? Dr. James. What is it? When, when the husband dies. Or no, she's a widow. She's widowed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, husband died and she's alone. Widow. Yeah, it's when, when the wife dies, then he's a widower. Right. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Continue. yes, Sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see Semantics. what you, yeah, yeah. And the, um, even the, like the mom, the parent mm, mom, the yeah. chick who like was possessed and stuff. Yeah, like Carolyn. She, I she, think now she goes by Carolyn Buchanan or something like that. I don't know. There's like in the <clears throat> like uh, what's it called? Extra features. Right I was on the watching DVD. that. Yeah, like she's in it, and uh, so like she, but she was like freaked out. Yeah, about the movie, like being made and stuff like that. Like she yeah. wouldn't even go on set and stuff. She, she was like, I don't want to. I'm not going to see the movie. I don't want to be anywhere near it. Like she'll do the interviews to give the information, but she doesn't want to like be in the movie or anything. But yeah, so Lauren Warren, you know, gave her. So at best, or let's say, you know, it, what we can say is we can have maybe a fairly accurate retelling of a story as corroborated by Lauren Warren. And, uh, members of the parent family. What's impressive is that it actually has that much in common with it. Because you yeah. think, especially nowadays, Hollywood movies, they're just trying to, you know, take any sort of spark yeah. of idea yeah. and turn it into their own. Yeah. But it seems like this is actually holding a lot of, uh, a lot of basis in, in, in fact. Yeah. Um, so what's something that was like fucking scary to you guys in this movie? I know there's lots of, Things, but like, what do you think kind of stood out to you in this movie as being like what was the scariest part or thing or aspect? This movie this? was frightening, right? I, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, was, for me, it was hard to pick out one. I mean, like, the the like close ups of uh, whatever Beth Sheba and stuff like that, where she like looked psycho, those were like, I mean, they were scary in the moment, but that's not really like what scared yeah. me like long term but I did, I did not like the hand claps 
Yeah. Well, that's oh. what it is. Yeah. Ooh. The, uh, I was reading about it. Yeah. I was oh, reading man. about it, and they were saying that there's no sex or nudity in the movie. Yeah. The only reason it got a R rating was because of how terrifying, like how scary it is. Yeah. Just straight horrific elements. Yeah. That's, and I can't but I don't think that it's like horrific. Not much either. Uh, no. Wait, like, you don't anything, think that's horrific? There was a couple of shits, but yeah, man. Like, that's for a pure terror. Like, yeah. that's why I got an R. So, yeah, just cause. Yeah, it's cause cause yeah, just on the, scare, the scares alone. They mm-hmm. got an R rating. For a lot of people I talk to, and it's no secret that since then they've kind of had a spin off movie, Annabelle, mm-hmm. right? You've seen commercials for or, or nope. Or, nope. No? He, Evan told me about it uh, as we were watching this movie. Oh. And then I was like, yeah, why is that doll in this movie? It must be because yeah. of the history with the Warrens. That is, right? I think you that's how that, they introduced the Warrens. That's one yeah. of their most famous cases. In fact, in real life, that is yeah. in real life for the Warrens, Annabelle is their probably most famous case that they're like really associated with. Um, I think it was like one of their first ones. It was one of the first know. ones. I could be too. wrong with that, but um, but so it's, it's, it's been around. Like I've never heard of the Perrin family house and haunting before this movie, but I thought that was kind of cool because they're like, okay, cool, you know, you know Kobe Bryant from when he played at the Lakers and this and that, but we're not going to show you him playing at the Lakers. We're going to show you his high school ball. You know what I mean? Like you kind of see, it's almost like an origin story for them, it you know, w- which is kind of cool. It was interesting. No. um, this like it, it, it's like a b-side it's like oh, saying oh. oh yeah everyone's like you know you're they're known for it's like if you have a band that has like a big hit and then you go to see them and then they'd be like okay i know they they did that but instead of playing all their hits they're like we're just gonna play b-sides which is kind of cool because you get to like learn about something new that you know you probably wouldn't have seen otherwise yeah i i think uh I think people who are into this kind of stuff, though, like, cause, like the, the more people I talk to afterwards, uh, like the the Warrens were very well known, and I I had never personally yeah. heard of them before this. Are are they really well known? Yeah, in that in, like in the paranormal yeah, like the paranormal community. like I did feel like this. I agree, Chewie. They were trying to go for like uh, like uh, hey, you know them for this, but we're gonna show you something else. But I felt like it it was a bit too pointed to a specific audience you know what i mean like with a horror movie you're already you're already cutting out like half your audience right and um i was like geez that's like i don't i didn't get it i was like okay why are they showing this doll yeah i thought it was about like a haunted house and then at the end i'm like i still don't understand why the doll's in the movie at all like i was i was missing out on an inside joke was the feeling i got yeah. Which alienated me from the Annabelle story, mm-hmm. but the the haunted house story was really good. So I was like, oh, it's kind of segmented. Well, I mean, it's it's simple why they did Annabelle in there, and that was because people think dolls are creepy. I I see. I think that they. I think it was a reference. I think it was a nod. Well, I mean, yeah. I think that, no. I think I think that it was. I think the doll Annabelle was just to introduce the Warrens because it went straight from that to them at the school talking about it. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I felt like it was very famous too. Like if if well, you yeah. say if say Annabelle didn't actually exist in real life, the story of the Warrens and Annabelle and that thing, I don't think it would have worked. Like it worked once you explained it to me, but otherwise I was like that's not a really good intro for them. You would want to see them, you know, on another case, solving another like haunting. Yeah. Right? Like that's what you would normally be introduced to the character. So I was like, oh, I I feel like I'm missing an inside joke 
who which really explains who these people are. Yes. But that being said, this movie did make three hundred million dollars, so clearly I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> Audiences did know what was going yeah. on. Yeah. So here's something, um, Evan. You're probably aware of this, but James, do you know what um, the Annabelle doll looks like in real life? Uh, yeah, Evan told me. Oh, he told you. Yeah, the yeah. Raggedy Ann doll. It's literally a Raggedy Ann. So in the which movie, which is much less creepy. Uh, yeah. I think uh, it's, no, yeah, porcelain dolls suck. Okay, yeah, that doll sucked, and they made it look creepy. I mean, they gave it a creepy face and all yeah, stuff. Yeah, it looked like it had that, a burnt that, face. That doll would never exist as a standard toy. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, the reason it looks like it does in mm-hmm. Conjuring, you have to, if you see Annabelle, it makes sense. Oh, okay. It was, it was made, they do burn its face. Yeah, and but, they don't know. It's not burnt. But like in the in the beginning, uh, when the, you first see it in Anna, the movie Annabelle, it's like clean looking it's not all dirty and oh, scuffed up so it's owned by a black man who paints his face and then have sex with it whoa <sighs> wow I'm just saying you know dolls <laughs> has a black face jesus wait why did the black man have to paint his yeah face? well black guy wanted a black girl it could have been a white oh, guy painted, painted yeah, doll it could have been a white guy yeah, they like, just didn't make the the doll in other ethnicities. Like what if the white guy was like, I, I want to get with a black girl, but yeah, I'm too hey, scared to approach her, that's, so I'm going to make up a doll. Um, the doll was way too... Never mind. I'm yeah. And that's why it was it, haunted, is because it had it got it, sexually ruined. It was made... <laughs> it had, a, it, it it had the white devil's ruined. semen inside of it. Oh, God. <laughs> um... <laughs> So now I've ruined Annabelle uh, and um, our yeah our listenership see, went to zero. I think iTunes is pulling our podcast. When I first found out that Annabelle was like a standard raggedy Andal, that freaked my shit out because Chewie is showing me a picture of raggedy Andal, and that's not what I thought a raggedy Andal was. Oh, okay. Is this <laughs> creepy to you? That's creepier than what I thought it was. What do you think of Raggedy yeah, Ann doll? I was? thought Raggedy Ann doll was like the bright red hair and the buttons for eyes. Yeah, that's yeah, what that's, what, that's what it is. That doll it's is huge. Dark, yeah, it's yeah. a big one. It's like a like a like yeah. a full size one. It's big one. So Dude, that's that's creepy. So here's here's the part that freaks it's, me like, out. It's not it's creepy like, looking, but it's creepy to think of it in a sense of what happened with it. That's what makes it creepy. That, what, that doll yeah. looks like if Stewie Griffin were yeah. Irish and had red hair <laughs> and wore a woman. It's it that w- doll. Wore a woman? Wore a woman. Was a, was a woman? <laughs> was had, a had war with a was woman. A worm, was this a is woman. a tongue twister. Susie sold seashells and had war with a woman. <laughs> had war with a woman. Um, what freaks me out about this is that, um, like like you said, it doesn't look creepy. It doesn't have the creepy smile. It doesn't have this, that. It looks like a regular children's toy. So this is something that was like manufactured. It wasn't like a special doll. It wasn't like a unique doll. This was a doll that someone went and bought at the store. Like, oh, Susie will like this. That existed in tons of homes, you know, across the nation. And here's what really freaked my shit out. So I saw it and I'm like, okay, oh, wow. That's kind of weird to think that it's such a mass produced object as opposed to just like one unique thing. Right. Um, I was over, um, there was all these, like I was looking for old, uh, straight razors, uh, like old antique straight razors. Mm-hmm. Cause I wanted to like hang them up in the bathroom and stuff like that. Just to be like, cool. Okay. And, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. <laughs> just to uh, be like, you know, cool, cool. You know, just be like cool and shit. Bootstrap uh, Bill. He's got <laughs> razors on his wall. So, <laughs> so I went to go look at these antique shops and when I'm cruising around, like at one in one of them, you go like downstairs, and there's no one downstairs. It's just all these old antiques, and on one of the rocking chairs, 
There was a Raggedy Ann doll this size. And I just stopped. I was like, oh, fuck. And it was rocking back and forth. You should have bought it and burned it. Oh, no. I, I was a just favor. Like, fuck that shit. So I just left. I just left after that. I was just like, I can't handle that. That freaked my shit out, dude. Mm. I think it's freaking. But anyways, we're talking about Annabelle doll. Like if it's the movie that we watch, we're talking about The Conjuring. Here. Well, well, I, I think it's relevant because yeah. the scene later and Evan brought this up and it's a really glaring point. Like the scene later where the Warren's kid gets yeah. somewhat attacked by yeah. the demonic force, which travels through a locket. Well, it followed. Was just it followed them. That no, no, it went through the locket. Went through the locket because they weren't at the house. It was it when was, they were it, gone. It pulled a fucking clue and went into the study and came out in the Warren's house. <laughs> See, I don't think that it traveled through the locket. I think it like used the information, aka the picture in the locket, to be like, "Oh, that's their little girl. I'm gonna go find their little girl and fucking kill her." No, that would have made more sense, but that's not what happened. Okay. How so? At least, at least I, from my they, understanding, they plainly. I mean, yeah. they, it's they plainly show that it's because of the locket. Because remember, when she's in the basement and she's running, and the locket almost looks like it's, it gets grabbed and yeah, it's pulling yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. And then she bails, well, and, the, the, and the locket's just yeah. hanging in the air. And and, and and then she sees her daughter in the lake. Yeah. yeah. And um and it's not Shiva, was it Shiba? Bathsheba. 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 Um. Dude, Bathsheba should, shows up. Start a fucking like metal band called Bathsheba. Probably already happened. Oh. Uh, but Bathsheba shows up at the Warrens' house before the and Warrens fucking ever. Fucking rocks. Well, before no, the Warrens okay. ever go back. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before they get back. So if it, it couldn't attach itself onto they, one of them, because that's how she says it. They, because they, they didn't get home it yet. It says that it attaches itself to you. So it would so, have had yeah. to like f- like no directions and floated to their house based off of like, oh, I know where this child lives, so I'm gonna float there two, now, two states oh, away. Okay. Right? Now keep One's in mind, away. we're talking about. Demons and spirits here and shit. Yeah, and a movie. It, it, and a movie. <laughs> Demons and spirits and a movie. Um, it could have like checked out the locket and found some, some fucking I don't know spiritual energy or some shit to get to the you yeah know, the little girl. Even if it did that, I don't. That that doesn't fall in tune with the rest of the movie. Okay. Think- and then it it goes to the Warren's house and it's like haunting the little girl and then the Annabelle Annabelle doll is like there because the girl's obviously creeped out by the Annabelle doll but then the demonic force also knows the Annabelle that entire I was like why is this in the movie it it was very much a throwaway part of the movie I think I I think I think they did it just to I would have I don't know you know why because I don't know why they did it here's why because it was a creepy shot because it was a creepy shot yeah I felt like it was just get Annabelle in there yeah to, to, to have Annabelle by itself, like turn its head and shit, because that was a creepy fucking shot. Yeah, I mean, we all knew it was gonna happen, but it was still fucking. But creepy. make a movie about Annabelle then, and that's what they well, did. They did. <laughs> that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. Why do they have to like go and throw in like a six minute scene that wasted my time and just confused me? Because the movie here's, is so good, like it takes. I was like, what is this? And Evan brought it up, and I was like, yeah, you have a really freaking good point. Here's man. the other reason why I think. Because I, I did this. For me, the weakest part of this movie, and it was kind of hard for me to really write it down, because I, I fucking love this movie. I, I'm not going to lie. I was watching it last night, and I forgot 
Like, I remember watching it in the theaters and being like, oh, man, that was fucking scary. That was cool. Was that the last time you saw it? Just yeah. that one time? Oh. Yeah, that one time. And then I, I watched I, it like seven times. And then I watched it last night. And I knew all the parts. I knew when the clap was going to happen. I knew when all this shit was going down. And it still made me jump. And it still had me, I shit you not, looking over my shoulder in my own house when I'm the only person here. Like watching it. Wait, you, you I know thought what you were was, talking about the weakest point. Well, I'm getting there. Oh, I'm getting sorry. There. So I'm, I'm I, I love all this stuff, right? And and I love that movie. So it was kind of hard for me to find a weakness with it because I didn't want to. But we have a duty, so I did. And for me, it's it's the whole family dynamic for the Warrens as it relates to their daughter. The daughter does not need to be in the movie. Like they try, nope. I, I feel like what they do is they want you to. I feel like what they did is that they had, whether or not it happened, you know, because I mean it could have happened and they could have left it out or done it better and developed it more. It kind of felt like when we were watching, I saw the devil, and we have that family dynamic, where we were just like, why did we see all that? It didn't really go anywhere. It didn't develop to a certain point that it needed to develop to. So we had just kind of a reference. We had a reference to their daughter, but we didn't care about their daughter. Yep. Here's, I've just rewritten the movie. Yeah. While, while you're explaining this, you've helped me envision this. Okay. So you can keep the same thing, the same exact footage you have in this movie, and you add one scene. My opinion, what would have made this movie like off the charts? Your your mind just drops out of your face. What if? What if? That scene with Annabelle and the haunting yeah. happens at the end of the movie. You take the locket transporting bullshit out of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they... You just rearrange it. You transplant yes. how yep. it happened. Because it's it, a movie. Cut it move it to the back. Yeah. They they exercise the demon out of Car- Caroline? Is yeah. The, the, is yeah. um, Peter, uh, Peter Gibbons? Yeah. <laughs> Ron, Ron Livingston's yeah. Uh, wife, right? Caroline. They exercise the demon out of Caroline. The movie ends the same way you see here, right? The the scene that they add is a transition scene where it the demon actually then leaves her body, attaches it to Vera Farmaja, Mrs. Warren, uh-huh. who takes it home, and the ending scene is Annabelle in the chair turning its head. Yeah. And then you make the movie Annabelle. Well, the only thing but, with that is Annabelle was already possessed. It's a, and it's a true story. "Quote unquote." So yeah. that's and it's don't care. That's better. Make it that way. I, I but, think that that would make a better story if it wasn't. If you're not t- based s- on true, sticking events. to the roots, because Annabelle, the story of Annabelle, the way it got possessed, whatever you want to say, um, yeah, was from well, that's still story. even that leads into like Annabelle is like possessed. Then, then you show the origin story of Annabelle. Then yeah. you could make a third movie about. Are you trying to say that the the Annabelle gets possessed at the end of the movie because of? Because the demon, the demon gets exercised from Carolyn, attaches itself to Vera Farmaja because the demon is trying to possess the mother to kill the child. Then Vera Farmaja is, is possessed and Annabelle's involved somehow. Yeah. And she's trying to, Vera Farmaja is trying to kill her daughter and Annabelle's running around. Like that's like the assumption <laughs> is what's going to happen. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, um, like, I just thought of that right now, but I'm yeah. like, that would have been a very creepy ending. It's like, okay, you exercise the demon, but you didn't get rid of it. You didn't get rid of it, yeah. It's still That's kind fucking of like there. That's like another movie that James Bond did. 
And uh, then yeah, and, exactly. And, and then maybe maybe the whole time the demon really wanted Vera Farmaja because of her clairvoyance. Yeah. Well, here's what they did. Um, I, I feel like, hold on. I feel like, yeah. is that how you say your last name? I Farmaja. For, for, it's is it Formiga? I think I'm trying to pronounce it with like the Italian accent. You're trying to be Italian. fancy. Farmaja. Farmaja. Farmiga. 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 M-I-G-A. Formagia, Formigia, Formigia. But there's no I in it. It doesn't matter. Never mind. Go on. Let's no, there go. is an I in it. It's I, no. IGA, right? Yeah. It would be Formigia, not Formigia. 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 Yeah. All right. Whatever. Vera Formigia. I like you. <laughs> um, so, it's so, a tough name to pronounce. It is. It is. Um, Vera, Vera what's, Formiga. What's her, what's her character's name? Lorraine. Lorraine Warren. Lorraine Warren. I just I couldn't remember her first name. Yeah. Let's just call Lorraine. her Lorraine. Um, I just feel like I, if my wife's name was Lorraine, I'd always say her name like that. With all high like from Back to the Future, like a Jewish woman, Lorraine. Oh. I'd be like Lorraine. Your uncle Joey got didn't get parole again. So, um, I I think though we're all kind of on the same page that that family dynamic was a little weak in the way they kind of worked in Annabelle after that intro was a little kind of ham-fisted. It, it, it did make it... It shifted the protagonist of the story to the Warrens much more so. Yeah. Yeah, it, it did. Um, what I think was kind of interesting about that is th- that we spent a lot of time... I felt like throughout the the movie where... I mean, and I saw it before. I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah, they have a daughter. I forgot about that. And then, again... Oh fuck yeah, the daughter that they leave at home, especially because when they're at the family's house, they're you know they're like, oh, they have such a lovely family, don't they? And they look like a young couple in love that ha- doesn't war- have a family yet. The Warrens. The, okay. It looks like they're kind of like, don't you want to settle down? He even says, um, you know, settling down out here wouldn't that be awesome? That usually is something you're, you're like, we don't have kids yet, you know, we want to settle down and have kids. So it's kind of a weird thing where the vibe I got. I don't know if it was intentional or not. It was just kind of like their own family was almost like an afterthought. You know, it was just something that happened in the background where they had their own. I was life. I, I was getting the idea that they wanted to get out of ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I was getting from that. So it didn't feel so much like um, like not not like they wanted to settle down and start a family, but they just wanted to get out of the business that they were doing. Which I was like, why well, the I hell? Think, I think it was because of what happened to yeah Lorraine. Mostly. Lorraine. Um, that's the other thing too. They point out, you know, something happened to Lorraine and, you know, that was kind of why I was thinking the whole, uh, Bathsheba thing where, or yeah, is that how you say it? Bathsheba? Yeah. Bath? Bathsheba. Sheba. So where, you know, she travels through the locket and very clean demon, (laughs) clean demon, gleaming in the sun. Um, gleaming the cube. Oh, dude, fucking Christian Slater, Slater. Tony Hawk, oh Schlater. Yeah. Schlater, Schlater, bro. Oh, uh, you can't see it, but I just shocked uh, James here. But I think they did the whole thing where they were just trying to make her seem weaker than she was, and that's why it got to their house and all stuff. But that aside, let's talk about the rest of the movie. Like, yes, the other because parts of the movie. if we had to pick one bad thing, that was it. That was it. Yeah. And the rest of the movie pretty fucking good i like how we all know that that was it even though we haven't talked to each other about this movie at least i haven't talked to you guys you guys might have talked before but uh 
it seems like we're all on the same uh, page. Yeah. This movie's fucking terrifying. It, so it creeped me out. I mean, I th- the cl- say not, stuff. not only the 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 clapper, the clap on, clap off, which I thought would have been brilliant if the lights went off in the uh, um, yeah. but then like the hanging was yeah. creepy, and uh, oh, like when she sees it because she's clairvoyant. Yeah, yeah, out in the lake. I thought yeah. that was a kind of a creepy shot. Yeah, um, or you just hear the rope. Yep. Yep. Um, that the whole house was creepy. I, I don't like the pulling of the leg when like people are sleeping too. I'm like, oh god, when you're most vulnerable and you're sleeping, and something like yeah. pulls your leg would freak me Dude, out. That was very well done. And seeing something and like seeing something in the corner that's like talking to you. I'm like, and it's that, not oh, that part there. was that part was like frustrating, but good. So good at the same time. Like frustrating because you're like, I didn't see anything though. Yeah, but like so good that you didn't see anything. That's what made it even like creepier yep. that you, like as a viewer, couldn't see it, but she, a hundred percent, saw it and heard it say something to her. Yeah, well, that's that's rad. They actually did that later on in the Annabelle scene with the daughter. She, when when Ed and Lorraine Warren are kind of getting there, and that chair is empty and it's still rocking and it turns around and stuff like that, because later. After the chair gets thrown and it breaks, Ed Warren goes back to the room with all the haunted objects and the cursed objects. And Annabelle's in there, locked Mm -hmm. up. So the question is, did Annabelle magically and supernaturally get out of there, disappear and reappear? Or was she never there in the first place? And was that just the fucking demon fucking with the little girl? I think that's what it was. I think it was just like... Which which we kind of see it happening... Where we, it, I imagined she still sees the demon in the chair with Annabelle turning around, just like that little girl. Um, I forget her name, the little tomboy girl, though, where she sees the thing in the corner standing behind her sister. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, dude. That was terrifying. I wrote that down. That whole scene, beautifully done. It pulls her leg enough to fucking move her, dude. Oh, I and, hate that. And yeah. it looked good, I too. I hate the it checking under the bed. Oh, and then but then you don't see anything. Checking under the bed, you don't see anything. And then that little camera turn thing yeah. when it comes back up, it just disorient. Like you. the whole well, and the whole time you're just like something's gonna pop out, something's gonna be there. You're they're gonna back. She's and gonna then, lift her head up, and there's gonna be something next to her. Like you think that it's all, and then there isn't, and it's just darkness behind her sister, and you don't see or hear anything, and the door just slams shut, and it's still there, and while you're still looking at her sister. Like you said, we don't see our sister get knocked around or anything. We just hear the girl saying, I see him right here. Like, like it's talking to me. So it's happening to her and she sees it and is experiencing it, but we're not experiencing it. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. I want to know what every time like these doors get shut and like locked, you know, because like every time, every time people try to like the other people in the movie try to like go in yeah, the and, doors the doors, and the doors yeah. are like, they, they can't get in. What is what's happening in those rooms? Like, what's the demon doing to him? <laughs> yeah, there are like one of them. The chick somehow like goes into the closet, crawls through the wall, and crawls back in the corner. I'm like, ah, yeah, sure, I guess. But there is still a strange amount of downtime. Well, no, I was just like like the remember like the first one where like you see Bathsheba up on top of the yeah. armoire yeah, thing, and yeah. she jumps down on her, and then like the door locks or shuts and locks, and then. You come in and she's just on the ground, like writhing. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the demon's like on top of her and you just don't see her. And then, like, with the girls, 
at that scene at night, you know, like when the door shuts and that, like they're just yeah. screaming, but like, are they just standing in the darkness yeah, screaming? And, like, and that's, they... that's what's fucking terrifying. We don't see it. It could be anything. I mean, they could nothing. They could be seeing nothing and, and then just they sleep, be scared. And they sleep in that room again right after that. Right. Um, but that's what makes it, it. It's Stephen King said it, you know, because we got to talk about Stephen King. You know what? What we don't see is far more terrifying than anything they could put on film. Anything they could put on the screen. Our imaginations. Someone needs to tell J.J. Abrams that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> like, Lost is so much creepier before you see the smoke monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cloverfield is creepier yeah. before you see the g- ugly Godzilla. And Super 8. And then Super 8 gets the same ugly Godzilla yeah, bug man. Yeah, yep. Um. But, yeah, dude, it was... They, they did a lot of shit well. Let's talk about the clapping, because, fuck, the clapping. Oh, my God. That was God. a good element, I thought, with the, the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was it. First of all, that game's creepy in and yeah. of itself. Like, what even, the fuck kind of game is not, that? Just play Marco Polo, you psycho. Yeah. Or hide and seek. It doesn't hide, be hide and, and clap. Yeah. Hide yeah. and clap sounds like a bitch way to play hide and seek. Like you're gonna yeah. win a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is like the, me. it is like a mix of hide and seek and Marco Polo. I yeah. guess. Yeah. But just oh god, when you see those hands come out of the because it's not just like. You hear it, or like a ghostly, they come out as two solid, regular person hands, and it's not just like oh, they they just fucking like, yeah, and it's always like right in front of them. That oh, oh. freaked me out. They just look so like vindictive, like like fucking come here. Yep, the one that the best one is the one where uh, uh, Caroline, the mother, is it's on the, the stairs, oh. yeah. and, and like the, the stair doors are locked. Oh, man. That one's creepy. Yeah, to the basement. Because her back is against the fucking door. The door's closed and her back is against the door. Where it doesn't make sense, yeah. Like, oh, God, that is terrifying, dude. They did a fucking phenomenal job of building the suspense. And they, I've noticed this, I don't know. You might be able to tell me a little bit more, Um, James, in older horror movies this had a lot of elements of a throwback not only a period piece you know uh taking place back in a certain time period but it was shot and a lot of the elements cinematically were done in a way that would have been done in a horror movie in the past kind of like what we saw with house of the devil yeah this borrows a lot from like amityville horror yeah of the, um, of the funny 70s. you say that did <laughs> yeah oh coincidence um did you guys see it follows by the way, I know mm. you didn't see it. Did no. you see it? No. So, fucking great movie. I'm just waiting for it to like be available so that you know. You, you, if we talk about it, it's not. I don't think it's in theaters anymore. So people just have it spoiled for I them. It, I think it is. Is it? Is yeah. it still in theaters? But well, it came out like a week ago or two weeks ago. Yeah, that's true. It came out pretty recently. But in in any case, well, I think we'll do that definitely when it's a little bit more readily available. But. That seems to be a thing. Like, we're getting a lot of that. I don't know if it's certain filmmakers, if it's just kind of like paying tribute, but a lot of these shots that were in there were long shots. They were wide shots. And they did this zoom, this like long zoom thing. And they weren't focused and saying, okay, I'm going to look at you two here talking. It was off to the side from behind something with something right in the foreground. Very voyeuristic. It felt like you were spying 
on something that was happening. So what was interesting about that is it kind of puts you in this weird perspective of almost like seeing something you shouldn't be seeing, maybe even from Bathsheba's point of view. Bathsheba's point of view. I don't remember any shots like that. There was a lot of them like that. Where James? No, I, I can't remember one off the top of my head. But if if there are, that's exactly what you what you're describing. Like it would be for the viewer to identify as like a point of view shot, as, as like uh, seeing something out of the corner of your eye or whatnot. Yeah, if something's not focused or not centered. Sorry. Yeah. Obviously, it's in focus, but it's not centered in the screen. Yeah, that'd be a tactic to kind of identify with the viewer. I can't remember a scene where that happened, but. Yeah, I'll have to point them out because I didn't write down a specific scene just because mm-hmm. it happened a lot uh, for me. Um, something else, too, that I, I realized that they did with this uh, was we see the clapping hands. Um, we get other things that happen in this movie that I, I just call mimicry. So we have this demon, this spirit, this witch, Bathsheba, or whatever other spirit is there that not only is kind of making itself known, but it's doing so by mimicking those around it, the people that live there. And I found that like really unsettling. Like if someone clapped, it clapped, you know, it pretended to be kind of one of them. It would call out and like do shit like that, as opposed to just a noise or a bang or like what really got me was when, um, the little girl, Cindy, she's sleepwalking. She keeps sleepwalking into the armoire, right? And that's already creepy because why is she doing that and just bumping into it, right? Well, sleepwalkers suck anyways. Thumping, They're right? Creepy. Oh, sonambulans? Yeah, sonambulans. There you go. So it just keeps thumping. And then the second time when the dad's away, uh, the older sister goes in and she takes her back to bed. And then you hear the same exact thumping coming from the armoire. And that freaked me out because it's... Shows you an intelligent haunting, right? It's fu- that's what it is. Yeah. It's intelligent, so it's like I fucking know what was just happening. Unlike, weren't we talking about the opposite of the intelligent haunting? Residual, uh, residual haunting. What before Suspiria? Right? What did we do before Suspiria? Um, housebound. 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 Yeah, yeah. It was a bit, uh, a bit more residual there. Yeah, it just kind of felt like random shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but th- this that that this, freaks me out. This was clear intelligent haunting. Yeah. It's trying to fuck with you. Um, so there, uh, Oh, my God. I just yeah. realized something, guys. What? Bathsheba? Could she be the same witch from Suspiria? Bum, bum, bum. Was she? Well, I don't know. They were both old witches. <laughs> like, what if, what if the old witch from the 1800s, like, moved out of Germany and was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to Rhode Island. Or no, Connecticut. Connecticut. I'm, I'm going to sally up at this lake house and have a family. Yeah. Nah, going to kill them. Yeah. Going to be a witch again. <laughs> Bathsheba is also in Suspiria. Yeah. Boom, done. There you go. <laughs> Six degrees. Solved. Solved. <laughs> Linked together. Um, what do you think about the other haunting elements of it? Because we have Bathsheba, and then we also have the Rory little story with the mom, and then there's that like the maid, maid, you know, that we just I, know her. I like that stuff. I mean, I don't think it really, I don't think it really played into the movie as much, except for the backstory. Yeah, and I think they could have left out like the visions of them or whatever. Yeah, um, but it does. It, it makes sense with the backstory, and it also plays 
into like the true story, like of of the, like, Bathsheba possessing the mother to kill the child, because that's what the other visions technically, are. Yeah, like, it's yeah. it's saying yeah because saying this she has cursed happened before the yeah. land. Yeah. yeah, but uh, it's like if you look at the true story, it's not really like. I mean, the land was huge, and like there was a ton of families on it, but like I was reading about it in um before the parents even lived there there was like eight different families that have lived in that house yeah and they all had like gnarly tragic deaths really yeah and uh here let me pull it up real quick yeah it was um, i was hoping that you had like other shit like to kind of corroborate some of this stuff because this is just i mean this just has to do with like yeah so it says eight generations of families lived and died in the house before the parents moved in um andrea parents suggest that some of them the spirits were from families that never left, blah, blah, blah. Deaths included two documented suicides. By the way, this is gnarly all to happen in one house. Yeah. Two suicides, a poisoning, uh, the rape and murder of an 11-year-old girl. Holy shit. Two drownings, Ugh. and uh, the passing of four men that were frozen to death. And, frozen to death? Yeah. And uh, oh, I remember how that room almost got cold. Well, that's oh, just fuck. that's just ghost shit. Well, I know, um, yeah. but but still, like, oh god. And then uh, it's, most deaths occurred within the Arnold family, which is the family that Bathsheba descended from. Ugh. So it happened even before Bathsheba was there that all these yeah. people died. Jeez. And stuff like that. And that's this is fucking weird. Real life. Um. Yeah, I don't know. That's fucking weird, dude. I don't know. That freaks me out. I don't know why. I, oh, we even looked up. We even looked up like. In the history stuff, like there's old pictures of Bathsheba and really? like back in the 1800s, it's like you know, like when they're all when everybody took like stoic pictures, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. It was it'd be the, like uh, the far farmer's family. What's that famous photo? The stoic one with the farmer with the pitchfork and his family, and they're all f- like frowning. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, anyways. The uh, yeah, it's like it's it's everybody that lived on the land, so it was like all yeah. the different families, and it was like all spread out, like on the like on this like panoramic shot, yeah. And you could see her in it and stuff like that, and it's just I don't know, it's creepy. Like so, tons of people lived on that yeah. land. It wasn't just like that one house. Yeah. That was just like the the main house when they first bought the land or owned the land or whatever. Yeah, but it was a farm, right? Yeah, kind. I guess farmland. Yeah, or something. that's it, fucking creepy. Acres dude. and acres of property, but you can look up. Where the house is still, and uh, yeah, it's creepy. Would you go there? Yeah, yeah. So, what creeps you out more, Evan? The the back reading about the backstory or something in the movie? Um, you know what I mean, like like learning that this shit really happened, or is it still just parts of the movie that really gets your get your goat? Yeah, get your ghost. I would say the movie. <laughs> I mean, like the because of the backstory or like the 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 inf- information, like what it actually happened, stuff like that is just stories i mean and like yeah they don't have i mean besides what the warrens have written about you yeah. know documented stuff about what happened in that house and it's only been that one family that's ever reported anything the parents so like the story like the backstory isn't like scary i guess it's just it's interesting does it enhance the uh it did it did for me the frightening of ness of the film um it did in the sense of like Knowing that Bathsheba was actually a real person, yeah, that would yeah. freak me out. Yeah. And that she was of involved in like some kind of like witch stuff, and like I wouldn't say she was a witch, 
but she was like involved in like occult stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then um like you could like her tombstone is like on the same land. Um, Not by the house, but it's like it's like a, like somewhere yeah, else. That's the, crazy. They so in the movie they said that she killed her baby. Yeah. Her husband found her killing fire. her baby the baby. I think she killed the baby and then threw it in the fire. Yeah. And um It was like the ultimate, I guess it was the ultimate like slap in the face to God yeah, by using your body to like give birth, like what it was intended for, and then just take it away. And so, and then she went out, pro- proclaimed her whatever, or like, to Satan, yeah. and then cursed everybody that would ever live on that land, land and, and then killed herself. herself. Yeah. So in, in the true story that I read about, um, it talks about how she was just kind of crazy. It wasn't like she was trying to sacrifice her kid. She yeah. was just kind of a nut and was trying to put a like a sewing needle like through the back of the baby's like neck or like skull. Oh. Like and the her husband fuck? caught her and like the baby didn't die. Yeah. Because he caught her and um tried to get her help and like like mental help and stuff like yeah. that. And everybody in the town and everything like just like thought she was a nut job and like didn't want to go anywhere near her, so she just stayed in the house all the time and she just went even more crazy. And then they, Cabin start, fever? they probably like accuse her of like witchcraft and then and she, shit. Yeah, and then she killed her. She hung herself. I don't even know if she hung herself. She, I, I know she killed herself, but it might not have been a hanging. I don't know. Um, but she did it because she was just so ashamed of what she did, and she was like bummed that everybody hated her. She should have stabbed herself with a sewing needle. Yeah. And That's the fucked up, dude. Trying to kill a baby with a sewing needle? What, so what was the scariest, most frightening part of the movie for you? Yeah. Uh, for me? Yeah, we'll get you. Get you a ghost. I don't. I don't know, man. Um, I know one of the most like. I don't know why. I told you this when uh, when we were watching it, or after we watched it. Like the the scene at like towards the end. I would probably say like the most creepy part is the exorcism. That's probably mm-hmm. like the most mm-hmm. like. It's not scare like jump out and scare yeah. you, but it's like it's so exorcism stuff always gets me. Yeah. What do you think Creeps of um? I don't know her name, but the girl who portrayed Carolyn, the like, actress, like yeah, what do you what do you think of her portrayal? Like, was it something that you thought was like really well done? Do you think she could have done better? I think it was it was pretty good. It was alright. I mean, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. I thought she, she did a, a swell job. When <laughs> I thought when um when they were doing the exorcism, and they have like the sheet over her. First of all, it's just a terrifying like yeah. image. Like someone I think that was chair like probably that. the best part that she did in the movie yeah. was that whole scene. But then when it tears and you just see like part of her face through it and yeah. like she coughs it's up a that little, blood. But what and you it's see, a little though, bit of Bathsheba. It's like a, what you see her. is Bathsheba's yeah. face. Yeah. It's not her. Yeah. The, 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 the person that played Bathsheba. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but just that whole little thing there, that was, that was pretty freaky. And then eventually when it all goes quiet, and the chair just starts to lift. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Not even the part where it flips upside down and does a bunch of crazy stuff, but just a little. So what gets me are the small moments. Like when the chair first lifts off the ground just a little bit. That's fucking terrifying to me. Where they're all standing in the living room. And then that one girl's hair like starts to raise up a little bit. And it doesn't even look like someone's grabbing it. It looks like it's static. Yeah. That was fucking terrifying. You know, like, it, I mean, it starts to whip her around and shit. 
but you, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I thought they did really good at getting those little moments just right. You know, you have the clapping, you have not showing you what the girls are terrified of. Um, the part that probably made me jump the most is definitely a jump scare, which I thought they did a really good job with jump scares without making them cheesy. Was um, mm-hmm. where the mom hears the clapping in the middle of the night at three oh seven. She hears the the clapping in the middle of the night, and um, she's like, "Go to bed," you know. And she's like looking mm-hmm. around for who's like making the noise, and she like looks downstairs, and like nothing's going on. And she goes to look in the girls' room, and then you just hear everything crash down, and all of the portraits along the stairwell are like on the ground, broken. That part sucked. Fuck. But, like we were saying, how did nobody wake up from that? Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no one I, wakes I up. I thought the girls would have woken up. And, well, I remember when that when I was rewatching it, and I was like, that happened. I was like, wait, isn't this the same time when she hears the, or goes down the basement and the claps happen? Like, but people are going to definitely wake up from this, right? I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> I mean, I can understand where no one else wakes up from the claps because it could be like fucking well, yeah. with her mentally, but the, 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 Portraits, like yeah, that should have woken people up, but whatever. Um, so James, we've talked at length about the whole movie and just how terrifying it is, and we've had lots of. There was some surprisingly good special effects in here too. Like you had the sheet when it flies off the clothesline and it just, you know, like conforms to an invisible person. Like that's pretty terrifying. We have you know the girl's hair being used as like a fucking like whip you know to like whip her around the chair so they had in the the leg pull they had like some pretty good special effects in this but um i have a feeling that the stuff you're going to talk about in your killer dissection isn't going to be so much about the special effects is it or am i wrong no no it's not okay so what is it yeah uh i actually just want to bring up something that evan asked me during the yeah yeah i think you did you pause it i think you paused it yeah we 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 rewound it, and it's simple. Uh, there's a was it one time, maybe two times. It's, it happened a couple times. Yeah, where they're they're showing the house. It's an establishing shot, right? So it's yeah. a, we cut from another scene. We cut back to the house. We see an establishing shot where it's like a long shot. So we see the the house from a distance, and uh, they zo- zoom in. What appears to be zooming in on the house, and the camera looks like it shakes, and you get a little disoriented. With the, and the house stays in the center as a focal point. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Evan stopped the movie and he's like, "What are they doing right there to make it look so crazy?" <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, I'm not sure if there's an exact term for this, but it's a combination. They're doing um, what we discussed in the Babadook episode with Brett is a, do- a dolly shot. Okay. So they've got the camera on a track. Yeah. And they're either moving it for towards the house or away from the house. So the camera's yeah. actually moving. And then to create like the disorientating feeling of like, uh, like vert almost like you have yeah. vertigo, yeah. Which this they do the same type of shot in the movie Vertigo. Yeah. Uh, to create this feeling that you have vertigo, so they'll dolly in one direction mm-hmm. while they're actually zooming on the camera lens the opposite, the opposite. direction, mm-hmm. and it's like a like a dolly zoom, I guess is what okay. you would call it. Yeah. So in this one. And it's difficult to tell which, but in, in this one, it looks as if they are actually dulling towards the house and zooming mm. out. And it creates this kind of like disorientating effect, except for what's in the very, very center of the screen, which in this yeah. case is the house. 
So it's really cool. It really just changes the, the, the scene. You get this establishing shot, and this establishing shot has this really cool effect yeah. that almost confuses you but puts you right back. Like You feel like you were dropped off right in front of the house, yeah. and you don't know how you got there, and you're a little confused, and all that's in front of you is the house, and that's all you see. And it's like it really um, creates an emotion for the viewer in this yeah. in, in this sense because you're like, oh, I'm confused, but I know that there's a house in front of me. Yeah. You know? Like if someone were, were to roofie you, dra- drive you to the house, drop you off, you woke up and you're like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Yep. Fuck, dude. I think I think they did a really good... I, I agree with Evan overall. You know, like I think this is one of the best horror movies of the past few years. Um, I mean, I haven't seen every single horror movie that's come out in the past few years, but... This got under my skin. It freaked me out. It's a very frightening movie. It's a very frightening movie. You have Doctor Jurassic Price here. Yeah. You know, we the flaw that we found in it is it just seemed a little soft on the development of the of the yeah. Warren family and Annabelle. You know, um, relationship there. Yeah, but I think they could have done something with that. I just didn't like what they did. What they did. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I, f- I feel like if they would have. Whatever, if they would have had an extra 15 minutes and spread that out throughout the film, that would have been more developed. You know what I mean? And But they just didn't do it. But, you know, it can't all be perfect. Um, Evan, final thoughts? Any that you haven't already Um, said or anything? uh, There's like a couple things that I I had looked at that I wanted to like just read to you guys. But also, before that... um, I know I've talked to you about it and I told you too, yeah. but the, so Ed and Lorraine Warren also after this went on to do Amityville. Yeah. In real life. They investigated the house. Yes. Yeah. And they make reference to it in the end of the movie. It's very similar, right? I mean, because Amityville Horror also has like a clock that stops at a mm-hmm. specific time. That's all like demon stuff. Yeah. 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 And so at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, uh, father so-and-so wants us to go check out a house in Rhode Island. And the guy's like, oh, really? All right. Yeah, that's just, oh, it's a nod. So, and yeah. but I was like talking with Brett and like other people like that. The original plan, I don't know if they're still going to do this or so. And I hear that they are, but like they don't have like a time frame or timetable, like yeah. as to when it's going to happen. But James Wan wanted to do like a like a almost like a series or a trilogy of these movies, all on the 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 Warrens, the Warren yeah. trilogy, like um, I guess investigations or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like they were going to do, I don't Cold know if they were going to do Amityville just because there's been so many Amityville movies, yeah. but they were going to do some of their other there's ones. Lots like famous of ones. controversy what? right now too around Amityville. I mean, you had that documentary that came out. Oh, with their son? With their son. That, that sucks. Wasn't the recent thing came out said it's all fake? Yeah. And then there was That's that too. Yeah. Like they came, like they came out and admitted that it was all made up. Hmm. Yeah. But that, that documentary with the kid, the son that's all grown up now, he yeah. still says that it's 100% real. Yeah, but he also sucks. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Half the documentary was him playing, playing guitar, guitar in a shitty garage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's why the demons actually wanted to freaking murder everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the 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 house is in Rhode Island, not yeah. Oh, the uh, not Connecticut. This house? Yeah, okay. you guys said Connecticut earlier. Oh, okay. Wait, the, the, in this movie? In real life too? Oh, I thought it was in Connecticut. Mm. Oh, I don't know why I thought that. I don't, think, I don't even know if they say in the movie where it's at. They they definitely say they're at the University of Maryland at one point. Yeah. 
uh, right. when the, when um, they're giving their talk, Carolyn goes to to recruit the yeah. Warrens. So Where is that yeah. in reference to Rhode Island? I don't know. I don't know. Geography. You could easily go from Maryland to Connecticut or Maryland to Rhode Island. Yeah, like in, in a day. They're like right. They're three in a row. So some of the things that I was reading about this, I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on them or whatever, if you guys have any. But uh, so Lorraine Warren and Andrea Perrin, the in real life, uh, were which consultant. One, which one is Andrea Perrin? The uh, the mother. No, no, she's one of it's the. It's the girls. One of the daughters. Oh, it's one of the daughters. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think she was the oldest one. The one with the glasses? No, I think the oldest one. Oh, okay, okay. The hot teenager. Oh, hot parent. Um, They served as consultants to James Wan and the screenwriters, and they both claimed that the movie is 100% accurate to the real story of what happened to the parents. Apparently, the parents lived there for 10 years. Weirdos. F that. I would I would have bailed, even though the demon was gone. I would have bailed as soon as I could. Yeah, yeah. sold that house, demon free. Um, <laughs> well, apparently, another thing I was reading is that I guess in well, most states I don't think. It, uh, I don't know if most states are, but Rhode Island, you don't have to uh, disclose histories of like deaths. criminal violence or deaths yeah. in their oh, house. That that sucks for yeah. the state of Rhode so Island. That's why they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they didn't know that there was anything that happened in that house. But think about it. They improved that house because you got to add square footage because they found that giant cellar. Yeah. There's all that shit in there. Yep. Yeah, man. Maybe yeah. Just flip that house. Make a profit. There. <laughs> demon flip. Yep. Uh, Cleanse the demons. Found some square footage. Buy it. A movie, <laughs> like just making a movie about the parents' uh, yeah. story or whatever, I guess has been in the works for over 20 years. Jeez. Wow. Like with the different people. It first surfaced when Ed Warren played a tape of his interview with Carolyn Perrin. Yeah, to like what they do in the movie to to Tony DeRosa Grund, producer. Okay. He's a producer. Oh. I, don't know. I don't know who he is. I thought maybe maybe you'd know. No, I don't know. Um, did it sh- did it play blank like it did in the movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't care. You you keep keep on trucking over there. My final <laughs> take here. Yeah. This movie's execution and direction is extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, minus you know I, the ones the scene we talk about, but yeah. really overall, the execution is is beautiful. It's very frightening. It's very well shot. It's creepy. The acting is is pretty pretty dang good. Yeah. Um, Ron Livingston, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's why he got it out of the truck, and he's like, "I need a job where I could stay at yeah. home." I for need a an while. Off- office, I need an office job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I thought he was pretty good. He was solid, and he brought an element of kind of vulnerability and cluelessness without being bumbling. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's good fatherly. They none of them really went through a huge transition. Maybe the mother, but yeah, yeah. yeah uh, but overall, having a demon in her, and then yeah. Leaving. <laughs> Um, but overall, honestly, at the end, they don't really show you that she learned much from that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Other than, hey, don't get possessed. Yeah. But um, so I thought the execution was good. I I did. I dug, str- uh, Patrick Patrick Wilson. Uh, that's Ed, Ed Warren. Warren yeah. yeah, he's good. I think he's he's pretty he's a pretty underrated guy. I think, and he did a really good job with that. And uh, they could have done yeah. a little more with the warrants to show the evolution of like them yeah. wanting to get out of ghost hunting. Like there was some story that they yeah. could have done, and I think that would have tied a, a, a stronger theme through the movie because I was having trouble picking out like 
Like, what are we, what are we really learning here? Yeah, what are you we know? learning? Like, get out of the ghost hunting business. Uh, you know, what 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 are they trying to get us? What are they try- get at? What are they trying to teach us? Yeah. And I felt like there there could have been explained a little, or not explained, but they could have played up the Warrens a little bit as the transformational characters to kind of get across the point of, you know, there's a a, a difference between loving what you do and and you know taking your work home with you. And uh, it just wasn't played up that much. So I, you kind of have to search for what the movie means to you. You yeah. know, because obviously it's extraordinarily scary. Yeah. It's well done. Uh, it's the narrative is very tight and focused. But I was like, what, you know, what, what am I getting out of it other than f- freak the fuck out? Yeah. You know, so I struggled a little bit with that. But it's overall, it's still a great movie. It's, if you like scary movies or haunting or you just want to see a well rounded movie, yeah, check it out. It's definitely a solid flick, man. I, yeah. I dig it. And seeing it the second time probably scared me more. I'm not going to lie, dude. There, there's a moment where I did pause the movie. I did say, oh, I got to do something real quick. And I did turn on all the lights and did something for five minutes. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to go back and like, you know, finish watching the movie and, and shit like that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And that doesn't happen very often. It's... Yeah, you got to take a little break. Yeah. I guess there were some religious undertones here. Like, maybe the haunting was happening because they weren't religious. And, and they say in, like, the special features afterwards, the girl, um, um, Carolyn, you know, she's saying that, like, when they moved into the house at the time, she considered herself atheist. Yeah. You know, and uh, Ron Livingston in the movies like, Oh, well our kids aren't baptized. We're not really a church going family. Yeah. You know, and um Lorraine Warren is pretty like openly uh devout in her Catholic faith. Yeah, both of them. And, and both of the Warrens. Yeah. Well he's he's dead now. But um, you know I Oh, know. I mean in the movie they're both in the movie, yeah. devout. So there's that, you know, and um and I don't think it was like necessarily well, I guess it had to be Catholic because of the priest, but I felt like the Really, you you could have gone with that faith theme, yeah. Well, yeah, just faith I think in general. In the yeah. movie, it's just faith, you know. But just in all the interviews, she's always like, you know, you got to believe in something. Um, and she says, like, if you don't, like, you know, start believing. There we you go. Know? Maybe we did find it out. It took a little uncovering because I wanted, it, I, I wanted, yeah. I thought it was almost about the Warrens because of the pr- protagonist there. But maybe really the the idea is have a little faith. Yeah, and something. it's kind of like, I think... Car- Not, maybe that wouldn't have saved them, but at least they would have got an exorcist out there. Well, Carolyn does that, too. Um, she does a little transfer. You know, there's the whole picture at the beach thing yeah. that they do where she's trying to pull her out of the possession. Yeah. And she's like, remember that day like at the beach? And she kind of eventually comes out of it. Um, and barfs up black stuff. Yeah, barfs up black demons. That was probably that's probably the black most gold. <laughs> Texas tea. Texas tea. That's probably Oil, the most crazy scene. I was telling him this. Yeah. Like whenever that scene happens, when she's down there trying to kill the little girl, yeah. and they're like trying to get to her through like the boards, or whatever, and yeah. you just see uh, Ed Warren like scream. Yeah. He just goes Bathsheba, and she like yeah. turns all crazy. And he's in like, "In the name of Jesus Christ, I, I condemn you back to hell." Uh, yeah, but he just says by the power of God. Uh, okay, I thought he said he doesn't get he doesn't Christ. get all Jesusy. But he said Jesus Christ. No, yeah. So maybe there's yeah. You got some tones of family too. I but guess family that whole, saves but her that over scene, faith. Right? I get the gnarliest every single time I've watched yeah. it. No matter where I'm watching it or who I'm watching it with, every single time I watch it, that part, yeah. that scene, that line, 
I get the gnarliest like chills down uh, my arms and throughout my whole body. Like it like shakes me almost. It's like, why is why do I get like that? Because you're it. a good God fearing person. I'm I'm but a I, fucking I hooligan like of a. I think it's I don't know why. The hooligan part, of a pagan it's a powerful scene. It is, I think just the way he says it's it, convic- it's just like it is yeah, the storytelling sets it up for for that Vin, to be a powerful. He's line. Vin, he's. He's definitely... It's a Shiva blast. Yeah. <laughs> Shiva blast. There you go. Shiva blast. Shiva Kamini Sola Vanderkrump. Wow, you oh, can you say that. Mm-hmm. You can fucking say it. You are a fan mm-hmm. of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, he says it with such conviction that you believe it's happening. It's not just a, a thing in a story. It's it's a thing that's actually happening and maybe has happened exactly like we saw it there. We don't know. We weren't there. Fucking thankfully we weren't there. That would have fucking sucked. I want to get. I want to learn up some more on uh, this uh, on the, the Warrens and stuff like that because I've I've heard a lot of um, things about. So like that episode of How, uh, Ghost Hunters, I almost said yeah. House Hunters, which is also a great show. <laughs> you guys should check it out. HGTV. Um, <laughs> they uh, they kind of make some cracks about the Warren, the yeah. Warrens, uh, like the dudes on that show. Yeah, like. I guess like the Warrens have been kind of in that in that uh, world or whatever that goes yeah. hunting world. They're kind of like a joke. Like a lot of people think that they're like ho- hokey well, and like they're I, fake. And I think they're maybe not real. people think that simply because they've been in the game so long. And like, but Lauren, I mean, if you Lauren go off Lawrence of like, is like cute little old lady, and people are like, "Oh, she's a demonologist. Come on, she looks like a sweet I think, little grandma." I think because too, like, she's a clairvoyant. Things. He's a demonologist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your shit right, just oh, saying, bro. Shit. Truly, um, truly. There, uh, like, if you think about like Bill, yeah. If that is in fact fake, like they're yeah. saying now, that's gonna then, hurt their credibility. Yeah, and then yeah. also the fact that like. Everybody, like every other family that's lived at the parent house since then, has said like nothing's happened here. Well, but they yeah. cleanse that and shit. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Hopefully, but, um, but the Amityville thing, yeah. I, w- I they would cleanse say... that one demon. If you want to go into that yeah. whole thing and not yeah, the other true. stuff, well, yeah. I mean, with the Amityville thing, I will say, like, obviously, anyone can say what they want. If the people who experienced it decided we're gonna come forth and in unison say that it didn't happen. Whether or not it did happen, people are going to have to take the word. They're, they're going to have to take that word. It's kind of like having an, a- an alibi, right? If you say, I didn't kill a particular person, and the only way they can prove it is by other other people saying, you know, yeah, he didn't kill, he was with me. You know, and they come out and say that, they could have watched you kill someone, but you're going to have to take that person's word for it. So there's going to be that doubt, and, and we're not getting everybody's story. I feel getting, like we're getting lawyered. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> we, we, you wouldn't get anybody. So I'm just saying like, I, I think you're right. You know, you do have people that come at it like that, but um, I, I don't know. It just seems like something that it, they haven't, to my knowledge, it's not like the Warrens or Lorraine Warren is particularly wealthy. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't know yeah, yeah. what else could have come out of that, you know. I, I think whether or not it happened, it's real and everything is, you know, as she interprets it, at the very least, she probably believes that what happened happened. What she thinks happened happened. You know. But 
this is uh this is where we need the fans to write to us yeah. are the warrens quacks or are they uh brilliant uh scienti- scientists scientologists, scientologists. Oh, no not demon demon sciences demon sciences school of demon tell sciences us, tell us where weigh in what do you think what do you go think to the warren school of demon science also also weigh in what do you think the messages of this movie hold on to your family hold on to your faith or maybe don't hold on to your work too tightly yeah what's the message to you oh shit man let's take a poll oh, tweet man. us facebook us email us See, we'll compile the votes he's good he's good he's good at these he sells um all right they're still well, not going to <laughs> they're still not gonna do it um well for me that's do it or we will haunt you oh fuck for we'll send me Bathsheba after you that's gonna be what i have to say about this movie i think we're kind of all on the same page with that terrifying but with that before we go we have to talk about what we're gonna do next so evan what movie are we going to do next oh hold on to your butts Jurassic Park? Yeah. Uh, Sammy I thought, Jackson? I thought you were going to get it for sure. He uh, or something. We're going to do the movie that, in fact, ruined my childhood. Uh, my mother let me watch it when I was a wee lad. 1987 classic horror movie entitled... Was that 87? Yeah. Well, the year I was born. Oh. Year I, after, am year I, was born. I am this. I am this. We're the same age? Guy. Yeah. Oh. All right. Hellraiser. Oh. All right. I am the Hellraiser. That's a, yeah. Pleasure of pain. Mm-hmm. Pleasure of pain. This is great. I'm excited. I've only cool. seen Hellraiser like 72 on TBS with everything cut out of it. <laughs> <laughs> who um who did it? Uh, sorry, what? I was just reading the tagline for the, the movie yeah. poster. It's was it? demon to some, angel to others. Oh, nice. shit. I think Clive Barker's in on this, Clive, right? Clive Barker right? wrote and directed it. Nice. Clive Barker's a effed up human being yeah. yes he, well yes he is yeah well anyway that's gonna do it for us on this foggy not foggy terrifying i i don't even want to go to bed after talking about this movie i'm gonna stay up and like do shit um that's gonna do it for oh no <laughs> oh why i'm gonna um i'm gonna sign off here and of course we have to have a killer line going out so i'm gonna quote uh the late great Ed Warren and his wife, who is not late. Um, We've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers, wackos, but we prefer to be simply known as podcasters.